LOI Match Day on Off the Ball. Mark Conley, Derry City Defender. It's great to have you on the podcast this week. Thanks for joining us. Um, I just want to start off maybe asking you about your injury. Uh, what exactly was going on and, and how relieved are you to be back? I think it was 10th of March was your last game. Yeah, it's um I had a high grade grade three tear in me in my hamstring. Um so I felt a pop playing against Dundalk, which is probably now the guts of nearly three months ago. Um so uh, it's been a been a long road sort of coming back. Um, I knew at the time when I when I felt a pop in my hamstring, I knew it wasn't gonna be a good one. Um but uh hopefully I think I'm 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 pretty much back now, pretty much there. So uh, just looking forward to getting back involved and, and getting some game time. Interestingly, I spoke to uh, Connor McCormick of Galway United last week, a man you know well. Um I know he's a couple of years older than you, obviously, but um just as a matter of interest, he spoke to me about hot yoga. He does hot yoga, which he finds keeps his his muscles quite flexible and it seems to be helping him prolong the career. It makes him feel a bit younger, maybe. Do you do anything now yourself uh, to try and help in that kind of way? No, funny enough, actually, that that's that. I think well, I over in Scotland, I used to do it was the Bikram yoga, um, which is brilliant. Um, and like when you get a wee bit older, uh, you need to make sure that you kind of look after yourself as much as you can. I just really, I would just do a lot of the recovery rooms and stuff that we have up here in Derry with the ice baths, the jacuzzis, the saunas, and stuff like that. There, I try to do that two or three times a week uh, with a few of the other boys. Um, I'm also now looking into maybe uh, getting more Pilates. I spoke with the sort of the fitness the fitness coach here at Derry, so I'm going to try and do more Pilates classes and stuff, and try and keep myself as as uh, as fit and, and strong as I can. Um, the older you get, listen, you need to do everything you can to to make sure you keep on top of injuries and stuff like that. There, so. Sometimes it's it's when a, when an injury happens, you can kind of um, feel sorry for yourself, or you can kind of reevaluate and see where you're at. And, and probably I needed to look at some stuff that I I need to work on off the pitch, uh, making making sure that I'm looking after myself. Uh, like you said, flexibility, strength wise, stuff like that there. Um, because you, you're not getting any younger. Um, so I need to make sure I'm looking after myself. But to be fair, thankfully, I feel like I'm I'm coming back now and I feel as strong as I have in, in, in quite a few years. So I'm looking forward to being back. Because you've been playing uh, quite a while now. You've played across the water. You've played League of Ireland for a long time. Just as a matter of interest, like if you even compare League of Ireland football now and players, the way they're conditioned now, has it come on an awful lot in, say, is it much different now to compare to what it was in five years ago, ten years ago? I think I think it has. I think um, from from looking from being across the water and sort of looking back and watching games, I think there was a an era of I think probably Dundalk, the Dundalk era kind of changed changed everything for 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 every club really. Um, the Dundalk boys, fair play to them. They they went on and won pretty much everything there was to win. They were fitter and stronger. And, and I hear from speaking to players whenever they stood in tunnels uh, against them, they could see the difference, how much bigger, how much physically stronger and fitter they were. So I think um, a lot of teams realise that if we if we want to get up to the them levels, we need to we need to get fitter and, and, and do things better. And I think you can you look at every single team, even even some of the teams that are part-time um, they're super fit. Uh, every single player, you can't get away in the league if if you're not fit. Um, 
And so it, it's just brought the league up um, up a level. You've got some young players that are, are striving that want to be the best and probably get themselves maybe a big move over to, over to England or wherever it may be. And um, they're really, really fit lads, some really, really good players. And I think the league's getting stronger each year. Um, Fitness-wise, there's a lot, a lot more uh, data. There's a lot more GPS stuff and, and everything. And... Like I said, I've been across there and, and there's no shortage of what's happening back here. I think Damien Duff sort of touched on about the cavemen thing. Um, there's certainly not that over here. It's it's run very, very well. There's there's professional people back here that know their stuff. Um, and, and it's brilliant to see the league. The league's very, very strong, good standard, um, very competitive. And and like you were saying, there's the fitness levels of the boys is, is, is a credit to them all. Now, on the football itself, um, it must have been, obviously, you were an unused sub at the weekend, but um, it must have been quite frustrating. You're on a, a brilliant winning run and um, getting good results against tough sides and then losing to Sligo Rovers, who were on a, they're in a real rush at the time that you played them. You had the chance to go four points clear of Shamrock Rovers. So how frustrating was it to, to, to lose that game last weekend? Yeah, very disappointing. Um, I, I think one thing that I'm, I'm, I think we're all seeing, and I'm certainly seeing this this season, is anyone can beat anyone. Um, I think if if teams aren't at it on a on a Friday evening or or as it be, it was a it was a Saturday evening, you're going to get torn over. Um, like you said, Sligo sort of went in a run where they weren't getting results. Um, again, I I I seen a few other games and stuff. I think it was probably a wee bit false. I think Drogheda were another team where they weren't getting results, and I think they were playing they were playing good football. And and sometimes that's just a little bit of luck you need, and 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 they weren't sort of sort of getting it. So unfortunately, we didn't we didn't turn up on on Saturday, and we weren't to the levels that we 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 have shown and we can be. Um, and Sligo turned us over, and that's uh, that's the easiest way to put it and um, we know ourselves that we need to bring the standards up it was difficult like I said watching watching on Saturday because the boys have been brilliant um, we're sitting top of the table by a point ideally we would have liked to have increased um, the the sort of that gap but we're there we're there um, after I think it's the halfway point give or take um, so we're happy where we are we just need to make sure that we uh, focus on ourselves make sure that we're doing everything right that we can Um and we know that this season is, is is going to be a difficult season. Everyone has beaten everyone in the league, um, so you can't take any game for granted. Yeah, one hundred percent. And I'll, I'll tell you one thing, Mark. You've got Shelburne going to their Roy McBride Manuel this weekend, and whatever about a talk at Park, but I know when they go away from home, they're such a tough side to break down. Um, that's not going to be easy, even for a Derry City side with so much good attacking talent. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Listen, um, Shelbourne is like is like any team in this league. They're very, very um, well organised. They're they're hard working team. Um, there's some good quality players also. So it's going to be difficult. Listen, we know we know any game we play, and we also we know when we play Shelbourne, it's, it's a tough game. So it's a game we're looking forward to. It's a game we know it's going to be tough. And um, they'll get plenty of men behind the ball, and we need to figure out and find ways to break them down um, and match their work rate, which is they're, they're they're one of the hardest working teams in the league, and um, we know it's going to be difficult. Um, 
at their pace is difficult, but also, like you said, they, they, they certainly raise their standards. I watched their their game uh, was against Shamrock Rovers. Um, I think it was about a month or so ago at at um, Tala, and they were they were brilliant. Um, really good counter attacking football. Um, so we know ourselves. Listen, if 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 we torn up and and we're at the standards that we we know we have, um, we'll be hard to beat. Um, and we we can beat anyone in the league. But we also know the flip side of that. If we're not at it, that it's going to be a difficult evening. So um, we need. Just need to focus on ourselves. Make sure we're at it, and uh, come Friday night, hopefully we can we can get the right result. Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of excitement with with Europe coming up as well, and I know Derry City will want to definitely improve on on recent forays into Europe uh, over the last couple of years. But on the league title, look, everybody predicted um, it was going to be a two horse race. I know Bohemians are still sniffing around there in third place, but everybody predicted it was going to be Derry City, Shamrock Rovers, the two best squads with the most money in the club in the in the league. Do you think Derry City have what it takes this season to, to finally end Shamrock Rovers' run at the top of the table and to win the league title? I think, listen, I think we're definitely getting in the right direction. Um, and I also think, um, I think Bowes and St. Pat's and these other teams that uh, I know a lot of people would speak about ourselves and, and Shamrock Rovers. They, I think the gap's closing. I think Shamrock Rovers, the last few years, deservedly, they've, they've won titles and, and they've done it um, at times at ease. Um because they've had the strongest squad and they've done it consistently, um, and I think I feel like uh, us ourselves, speaking about ourselves and uh, Derry, we're we're bridging that gap. Um, I feel like we we certainly have enough in the dressing room to make sure and get uh, get up there and, and and push to win titles. Um, we've also got another window coming up. I, I don't know what will happen there with with players coming in, um, but we just need to make sure that we're at it. Like I was saying, every day in training, um, every game that comes, and when we get the opportunities, like Saturday, unfortunately we didn't take them. But when them opportunities come, you need to you need to take them um, because it's 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 not going to be easy. Listen, Shamrock Rovers is a very good team. Bohemians watching them this season have been very good. St Pat's have also now with with John Daly taking over. They've um, they're starting to push up the league now also. So it's it's one of them ones that we're we're talking about ourselves in Shamrock Rovers, but there's um, there's also other teams there that could. They'll be, they'll be, they'll be sitting back and they'll be thinking, let everyone talk about Shamrock Rovers and Derry. Yeah, they'll be feeling confident in themselves. But with us and, and the squad of players that that the the club and Ruri have assembled here, um, we're fully confident. We just need to make sure that we're we work extremely hard and and get to the standards we know we can get to, um, and we won't be far away. Mark, you've been very good with your time. Thanks a million for the chat. Join us on the podcast. Brilliant, Stephen. Thank you. Kerry FC forward Ryan Kelleher thanks a million for joining us on the podcast this week um, I spoke to your manager not too long ago so it's great to get one of you, one of the players on um, to see how life is going down at Mount Hawk Park um, I know for you yourself you were playing one of the local clubs Killarney there before uh, you joined up with uh, with Kerry I think you played underage with Kerry beforehand as well so what is it like the experience of you as a, a Kerry footballer playing for your local club Oh yeah, obviously I've been playing. I was playing with my local club, Clarny Celtic, since I was about, or I say, from six years old, really. Um, and then I obviously went up to um, under played with them till seniors, and then went in with the Kerry under 19s then for a year, and then um, went back to playing with my club, Clarny, for a year or two, and then obviously I got called in and to play with Kerry this year. But um, yeah, no, playing with my club was great. Uh, all all those years like and I obviously appreciate all the help that I got from that club as well 
Yeah, absolutely. And just, you know, I think um, everybody wants to see more Munster representation in the League of Ireland and, and, and having a club in Kerry where we know there's a, a huge base of soccer fans and, and people who like to play the game, uh, both uh, male and female, but to actually have a club there now playing in League of Ireland, how, how proud are you of that? Yeah, I know, it's brilliant. Um, I think it's been a long time coming, really, to be honest with you. Um, they've, like, so over the last couple of years, they've done a, a load of work, especially with the underage structures there in Kerry with the 17s and 19s and probably the 15s and 14s now, like, um, but it's great to get a senior team in, like, and, you know, it's giving a pathway now to all the young, the young fellas there coming up that they have that um, stepping stone to get the Senior League of Ireland and to keep them playing anyway as well and give them a good um, good pathway to uh, try and get to senior level. And you've even had some, um, I know, some of the, the big stars from GAA down in Kerry have been along to see some of the matches as well, which is great to see as well, isn't it? Because, you know, rather than any we, us seeing divisions in codes that we would have seen maybe 20, 30 years ago, there seems to be a real support there from across the board. Yeah, there is. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, like especially in Kerry, obviously football, Gaelic football would be massive. Like everybody goes to those games and everyone follows that interest and stuff. But obviously now since there's a Senior League of Ireland team, um, it's great to get get that a lot of people involved and get uh, people that are interested in other sports to uh, along to watch the games and get them interested in too. Were you always a, a forward, a goal scorer? Have you played other positions? Yeah, no, I was always, I was always a striker. No, to be fair, until I, all my life, I didn't play anywhere else really. To be honest. Yeah, you enjoy it. What's what is it about that position that that that's kind of always drawn you to it? Uh, it's it's always been goals, really. To be honest, um, I suppose when all my underage games above or when I was younger, like it was always, I used to be always kind of. I used to be the thing I used to be really doing really is just kind of getting goals really like so um, yeah it's kind of been being a striker really I suppose that's what we, that's what you're meant to do really isn't it yeah absolutely um, i got to ask you about matters on the pitch then because look the recent defeat to Wexford is 6-0 you've had a couple of other heavy defeats not as many maybe as people would have felt but look I suppose you have to keep in mind that it is a young developing club these results are going to pop up every now and again. So with that in mind, is it easier to kind of box those results off and, and forget about them, move on to the next game? Yeah, it is, to be fair. Um, like we do obviously have a very young team. Um, I think our young, I think our oldest player that played last Friday night was, I'd say I was probably nearly one of the oldest. I was 22, I'm 22, and I think one or two of the boys are 23. And um, like a lot, we have a lot of 18, 19 year olds and they're only just after, and it's coming up as well, like, and, it's great experience, really, for all, even including me for just coming into the league. But it's great experience for all them as well as as well. Like you know, um, like we'd all, we'd obviously be like really disappointed with losing the game, especially in the matter where we lost last week. Um, wasn't good enough as well. Like, but um, yeah, you can box it off really. But you know, it's it's good to get the experience and too and go again the next week. Like. Yeah, it didn't come too long though as well after the, the maiden win against Athlone Town and uh, listen, Athlone Town are no pushovers they've got some great attacking players there some good goal scorers what was that experience like of that night? Yeah, geez, it was great to be fair um, I I think we were, we were we went up early in the game so we were 2-0 up um, they got back into it was 2-all uh, 
probably started getting a bit nervy, like especially when we were 2-0 up uh, early on. But um, yeah, lucky enough to get the third goal and then yeah, geez, when the, we were hung, we kind of hung on then towards the end. But um, yeah, it was great to get. It was a monkey off the back, really, to be honest, to get the first win, especially like we were so close in so, so many games. Um, but yeah, it was definitely it was was, a, was we were delighted to get the win that night anyway and get the monkey off the back. And what is it you learn about in-game management from a, a result like that, where you described there being two 0 up and going or conceding the two goals, and then I suppose managing the game then when you do take the three to two lead, what what kind of specifically do you think you've learned as a team from that? Yeah, just literally managing the games, just kind of really getting the ticking down the clock really when you're when you're winning when you're up when you're leading the game. And just not kind of doing stupid things, really. Um, I think we got two early goals. They kind of got two goals back that we could have probably, maybe one of them we might have got, we might have let away. But um, yeah, the third goal then, then we hung on. To be fair, we defended great for the last was it the last fifteen twenty minutes, and um, yeah, it was just complete fight and desire really by all of our players because we knew what was at stake. We needed to get that first win, and. Um, yeah, that was, that was it, really. You got two goals in the night yourself. That's six altogether this season. What has that done for your own confidence playing senior league of Ireland football now? Uh, yeah, it has. It's done a lot. To be fair, in the last, especially in the last couple of weeks, because the start of the season, really, I didn't, um, I didn't play probably as much as I would have hoped. Uh, um, and then I, I got into the team and scored one or two goals, and then. Obviously, you could see you could see anyone with anyone that scores a few goals, the confidence goes up. And maybe you might any time you get a chance in front of goal, that the confidence is good. That you mightn't think about it as much as you would other times when you haven't scored. And um, hopefully now we can get a few more. We can add a few more onto that one now from now on. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you come up against a, a Finn Harps team who you drew one-one with them. Um, you go away from home as well this weekend, which is, it's a tough trip from, from Kerry to Bally Buffet. Um, would you kind of, because of that result that you got against them beforehand, take a bit of confidence into that one, hopefully to get something from Bally Buffet? Yeah, you would. Um, I think we went, I think we went, uh, was it 1-0 up um, against them uh, over in Tralee actually there not that long ago. Mm. Um, to be honest, we actually could have, my own, my own, I think we actually think we could have actually won that game. To be honest, that night I think they only got one very half chance, and they kind of scored from that. Um, so yeah, definitely, I think they got a good result last week against Treaty. They won three 0 so they obviously they're going to have a lot of confidence going into the game. But um, yeah, no, we'll definitely have a chance when we go up there after the one all the from the last time. Just to ask you, finally, I wanted to get your views on, on Billy Dennehy, um, another fellow who's a local man, managing his local club. He spoke about how, how proud he is to be doing that. I, I was even wondering, there's probably a lot of you guys on, on the team or in the squad probably never even saw Billy playing or can remember. Can you remember even Billy Dennehy playing? Um, to be honest, I didn't I didn't remember him too much playing, but um, <laughs> obviously he was uh, obviously he was a very good player um, from the uh, you could see, obviously, from the teams he played with and stuff like that. Um, but like, I think he's a very good manager for our team, anyway. And I knew that I knew him like since we played under under nineteen level there when he brought me in there two or three years ago. And uh, he's always been very supportive to me and given me the chance. So um, yeah, I think he's very good, anyway. Yeah, he's an excellent winger and, and a great man for goals and, and supplying yeah. goals. Um, I'd yeah. say, even looking at him now, he's still young and fit. I'd say he still gets involved in training sessions, does he? 
Yeah, I remember the odd time, right? I'd say he would. I'd say he would have no problem uh, playing with, with us anyway. To be honest with you, in a few games. Yeah, absolutely. Well, listen. Best of luck against Finn Harps and, and safe journey um, to the game as well, Ryan. Hope it goes well Perfect. for you. We'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, Stephen. Cheers. Well, St. Patrick's Athletic striker Owen Doyle. Thanks for joining me on the podcast this week. Um, I'll start off asking you, actually, what has that uh, Dundalk win at the weekend? A very impressive-looking victory as well. What's that done for confidence in the squad? Yeah, it was um, huge for for the belief within the within the group and stuff. Um, felt like a lot of things were going against us in the game regarding um, injuries and decisions and um, to dig in like we did. And then, obviously, get the winner with 10 men was, uh, was great belief within the group. And it's um, putting us in, putting us in a very positive mindset coming to these last few games before the break. Absolutely. Another half an inch on, you might have got to Mark Doyle's header in front of the goal there. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. But um, I know El Rick's been great ever since he uh, came back into the team. He's popping up with some great places, coming in with some big goals and all the lads are always delighted when he gets on the, on the score sheet. Absolutely. Um, listen, we've we've since learned about that uh, dreadful injury for Tom Gravossi, the ACL. Um, how much of a blow is that considering as well how badly you've been hit with injuries at the back, yeah, massive. Yeah, he's obviously only just come back from a from a hamstring injury, um, and he came back and he was doing very well. He was, he was um, probably our most experienced defender. It was him and Anto, I suppose, in the in the back four, back five, and um, no, it's a huge loss for us. We're, we're obviously really struggling with injuries there, and he's um, he's got a good, great mindset. Tom, very positive around the place and stuff. So no doubt he'll be he'll be back in no time, and he'll do his recovery properly and stuff, and. Like all the lads are digging in and helping him out as much as we can. We just dropped him back to the house there, so he's um he'll be hugely missed. Um, but we all wish him the best. Yeah, absolutely. I suppose that's something maybe that the club is going to have to look at in the summer transfer window, especially with Europe coming up. You're going to have to bulk up in that area of the of the squad. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, I'm not too sure. I haven't really spoken to him now too much on it, but it's um I know we're very light there at the minute. Um, I know Brocky Brockbank's coming back into fitness now. He should be available in the next couple of weeks as well. So that's a Nice bit of experience to go into the into the defence, um, and obviously Sam's been doing exceptional. Jay McGrath's been doing well when he's in, and and Anto's the ever present. So um, now please God, the rest of the lads can stay fit now and and get us through. Yeah, absolutely. Um, one thing that was noticeable watching the the game against Dundalk, Jake Moraine, You know, obviously he's got that red card. He's going to be missing a couple of games, but my God, the the, the way he was swinging crosses in in that game against Dundalk. How good can this fella be for you guys this season? Yeah, he's, he's going to be a big player for us. I'm looking forward to seeing him in Europe and them big games and stuff. He's um he's obviously electrically quick. Um, he's got great delivery. His for a left footer, you don't really see many left footers to have a great rifle, and he's got a great rifle as well. So he's um like he's a he's a massive asset for us. He's a big player for us, and he's chipped down with a few goals. And as you said, he can put in great deliveries into the box, and that's heaven for the likes of me. So, um, he'll be a big miss now over these next few games. So we'll um, but listen, it's an opportunity for someone else, obviously. Jay McKellen's been was doing very well and when he was in the team, so it's another chance for him to come in and, and um and be the provider, I suppose you could say. Ben McCormick as well is always always great at, at uh, creating chances for us. So uh, we've got plenty of good options in the attacking area, but Jakey will be a miss, yeah, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Is that something John Daly, your boss there, has been encouraging with him? Like is there have we seen a huge change in, in tactics and the way you're playing since Tim went and John has been now installed as the permanent manager? What's his philosophy? Has there been a huge change? There hasn't been many changes, more like subtle little changes um, in how we're going about things. 
but he's um he's a very attack minded gaffer. I think you can see that and how we're playing and stuff, and it's uh it's obviously very enjoyable to play in. But um, all the lads are obviously delighted that he got the gig. He's he, he totally deserved it, and he's um his attention to detail is spot on. He's like on the grass. He's one of the best coaches I've ever worked with. So he's um he'll have a he'll have a great future, and and please God, we all get to have success with him here at Pats. When you say that when he's working with you on the grass, then that he has he is one of the best you've worked with. What kind of sets on a par? Why why is he so good? It's just his attention to detail and how much uh, the sessions he'll put on and the relevance they'll have towards the game on the Friday night. He's very good at um, explaining stuff very simply and going through drills that that make a lot of sense com- considering the opposition you're playing against. Um, he obviously like we'll get uh, we'll get video clips and stuff of of how the drills are working and on how they're going to work, and then it makes it easier for us going into it then when we when we go onto the grass. So um, he's very good. He's very detailed in what he does. He puts in a lot of lot of hard work, a lot of effort goes into his stuff, um, even the smaller stuff. So he's um, it's a great pleasure to play for. Now, just um, when we look back in your career, Owen, you, you had a brilliant career in England before returning home, and we all know you're you're a goal scorer. We set chances up for you, and you, you'll put them into the back of the net. Um, and I know you got a, a fair few goals last year. Have we seen the best of Owen Doyle yet? Can we, you know, expect to see maybe you being set up more in the box more often with John Daney and seeing you score a lot more goals? Or have you now changed your game as you've matured? Do you, do you prefer kind of dropping deep and playing in around the box? I definitely don't prefer dropping deep. <laughs> we, um, <laughs> I'm not a big fan of the ball. I only like it when it's in the box. The, um, no, I become obviously an aging striker. Like there's no, <laughs> there's no getting away from that. I've definitely had to change how I how I played my game over the last few years. But um, I'm I, I'm being fully honest with you here. Like I'm just here to help as much as I possibly can. We've got a few good strikers there, very young ones in the in the team as well. And if if they can learn a thing or two from me, I'm I'm happy to help with all that type of stuff as well. Um, and regarding the goals, like I'm a funny one with goals. I could go six, seven games without a goal, and then score five in three games. It's just, I've always been like that. It's kind of famine or feast throughout my whole career. So I kind of learned not to panic when there might be a bit of a goal drought, because what tends to happen is they'll they'll start flying in once they're going in. So, um, please God, that starts Friday. <laughs> well, it's UCD day on Friday, and. I suppose with um, Jake being out of the game, does that kind of change the approach? Or because uh, I look, I've seen UCD a few times this year. One thing they can do is they can they can deal very well with set piece and cross into the box, that kind of thing. So is it a different approach? Do you think for UCD? Yeah, I, don't, I just don't think they be t- can be taken for granted. We've been doing some video work on them today, and um, even against Rotherham, they scored a great goal, hit the crossbar. They had a good few chances in the game, so they're actually attracted around to the pitch as well. So. Um, I know Andy plays very sensible football there, considering how I suppose you could say UCD historically used to play their football. He's a bit different in that sense, done a wonderful job. Um, so no, it's going to be a very tough game. Um, we're working hard towards it, like we're we're doing all the prep work properly. And um, I know what you're saying there regarding Jay coming out and stuff, but as I said earlier, like we've got we've got good talent to come in. We've got Jay and Ben and and others to come in and and um, hopefully provide chances to score goals and stuff. And just to ask you finally on, I can't let the interview pass without talking about Mason Melia. Um, I'm actually living down in, in Newtown and Kennedy myself these days and I was speaking to somebody across the road who said he's from our from our area, which I wasn't aware of. But um, this fella comes on the scene again uh, for St. Pat's and then ends up playing for the Ireland underage team at the European Championship. Um, of what you've seen in training, uh, how good can this boy be? And I, listen, I understand you don't want to hype him up. He's only starting off in a in a senior professional career. But um, what have you seen of him so far? 
So very little, if I'm being honest. He's obviously still in skill. He's only in a junior search here. <laughs> so um, I've gone 20 years old and I'm actually could be his dad, you know, sitting beside <laughs> him in the, in the dressing room. But um, now, when he's in, he's exceptional. He's got a great willingness to learn. He runs around, tries as hard. This is not much more you can ask for the young lad. But obviously, he's got ability to match all that as well. So um, it's going to be great to see how far he could progresses in his career. He's obviously even too young to play on that under seventh team or the seventh eighth team in the Euros. He can do, he can do it again. So um, he's a great talent, and and um, all of us are going to try to help him as much as we possibly can, and 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 um, and hopefully we see more of him in the first team, and he gets more minutes on the pitch as well. Because I've no doubt that once he once he starts bagging goals, there'll be no stopping him. Absolutely. Listen, Owen, you've been very good with your time. I really appreciate it. Best of luck against UCD this weekend. Thanks, Dave. Top man. LOI Match Day on Off The Ball.